It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. Local COVID infections further edged down to 523. Nearly 200 doses of a new COVID prevention drug have arrived in Hong Kong. And Shanghai has recorded over 20,000 new local asymptomatic cases, rebounding from 15,000 a day earlier. Health officials have reported 523 new COVID infections, about 50 cases fewer than the day before. 13 of the cases were imported. Dr. Albert L from the Center for Health Protection says that while the flight suspension mechanism will be relaxed from next month, authorities still have measures in place to prevent cases from leaking into the community. We still require that all arrivals have a negative PCR test result before boarding. They also have to be tested upon arrival and then observe seven days of quarantine. We also control the number of quarantine hotels to prevent a lot of travellers from coming to Hong Kong in a short space of time. In the first three months of the year, about 3% of arrivals tested positive. But after April the 1st, with a larger number of arrivals, positive cases only account for 1%. Government expert advisor David Hoy says the easing of Hong Kong's flight suspension mechanism will not pose any risk to the territory. From next month, airlines will be barred from flying here if five passengers or more are infected, up from the current threshold of three. The suspension period will also be cut from seven days to five. Professor Hoy said travelers still have to be tested before they fly and upon arrival, in addition to spending at least seven days in hotel quarantine. We now have plenty of isolation and quarantine facilities. So even if you increase three passengers to five passengers being positive to activate the flight suspension, it doesn't really put any pressure on the local system. And also in the last few months, quite a lot of people in Hong Kong actually have been infected and they do have antibody and some immune defense mechanism. And the vaccination rate in Hong Kong has increased tremendously over the last few months. So we are in a much better position to loosen the strict criteria The hospital authority says about 190 doses of a new COVID prevention drug have arrived in Hong Kong, and they'll be given to immunocompromised patients, such as those who have had organ transplants. The authority said these patients cannot get enough protection even after vaccinations, and the new antibody drug from AstraZeneca could help them, could help prevent them from getting severe infections. Shanghai Shanghai health authorities say 12 people infected with COVID have died yesterday, up from 11 the day before. The city also recorded over 20,000 new local asymptomatic cases, rebounding from 15,000 a day earlier. New symptomatic cases also rose to 2,736. Nationwide, new local infections rose to 24,326 cases, up from around 18,500 the day before. The governor of Ukraine's eastern Luhansk region, Serhii Haidai, says its towns are coming under constant Russian shelling. He said two people have been killed in Popasna, a town of about 20,000 people. He said the Russians were hitting power lines and substations, and he urged those who could to leave the region. They're bombing everything with artillery and aviation all the time, 24 hours a day. If you have a chance, leave. We're working constantly with help from a few volunteer groups. Remember what happened in the Sumy and Kiev regions? Here too in the Luhansk region, it will be the same. We will drive them out, 
completely push them out of our land because this is ours. Russian President Vladimir Putin's press secretary has said confrontation between Russia and NATO will lead to irreparable consequences for the whole continent. Dmitry Peskov also said that even though the Russian people have gotten used to living under sanctions starting from the Soviet Union era, Russia now is facing the most severe sanctions ever. Thanks to previous period uh, of a couple of decades during which our economy uh, became a grown-up one. So we can afford now uh, to stay alive. Uh, we, 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 we even we think about, uh, about continuing all, all our plans of development. We're deeply convinced that a country, and especially a country like the Russian Federation, cannot be isolated from the world. And on to the weather. It'll be mainly cloudy with one or two showers, coastal fog in the morning at night. Right now, 25 degrees Celsius, the humidity 89%. RTHK, the time has just gone, five minutes past 11. Ukraine has called for the United Nations and other international organizations to do more to rescue civilians and provide critical aid to areas under attack from Russia, particularly the besieged city of Mariupol. An MP from President Zelensky's party, Vadim Haluchuk, says the UN has been too slow in working to resolve the conflict. The United Nations could do what it was designed to do negotiate peaceful solutions to uh, conflicts and wars. It's been two months since the war started, and the UN leadership is just planning a visit to this region. The UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres is due to hold talks with President Putin and President Zelensky in their respective countries in the coming days. Ukraine has said the UN is, one, is the one organization with the capacity and strength to prevent deaths in Mariupol, where further attempt at evacuation is being prepared today. Rescuers in Japan are searching for a sightseeing boat with 26 people on board that went missing off the northern island of Hokkaido. The authorities lost contact with the vessel after its crew told the Coast Guard that it was taking in water. One of the most revered and important traditional kings of the Yoruba people who, lived, who live in Nigeria, Benin and Togo, African nations on the Gulf of Guinea, has died. King Lamidi Adeyemi III was 83 and had been on the throne for 52 years. Here's the BBC's Richard Hamilton. At its zenith in the 18th century, the Oyo Kingdom covered vast swathes of West Africa, including parts of present-day Mali. Before his ascension to the throne, Adeyemi was an insurance broker and professional boxer. A process of choosing the next king from his numerous descendants will begin by consulting the Oracle of Ife. Work has begun on the world's largest animal bridge in Southern California, allowing a safe route to the Santa Monica Mountains for creatures in the area. The 85 million US dollar 60 meter long Wallace Annenberg Wildlife Crossing will give mountain lions, coyotes and deer better access to food and potential mates. Biodiversity scientist Tiffany Yap says it will make life safer for all road users. From 2016 to 2020, there were 44,000 reported collisions with wildlife on California roads. That cost up to over a billion dollars in human injuries to human, human death, 
and, and property damage. And so when we build these wildlife crossings, then we can have these animals avoid the road and therefore it makes it the road safer for drivers. A new study shows that guns have overtaken car accidents as the leading cause of death among young people in the United States. Researchers say more than 4,300 Americans aged 19 or under died from gun-related injuries in 2020. This report from the BBC's David Willis. Government figures show that between 2019 and 2020, there were more than 45,000 firearm-related deaths in this country, and the worst affected were the young. The number of incidents involving those aged 19 and younger increased by nearly 30% over the same period, and researchers say that shows that young people are now more likely to die of firearm-related injuries than they are in a car accident, a reflection, they say, of the significant rise in gun violence that took place here during the pandemic, the causes of which remain unclear. To sports now, world heavyweight boxing champion Tyson Fury takes on Dylan White at Wembley Stadium tonight, with more than 94,000 tickets sold. We can hear from both fighters now, starting with the champion, Tyson Fury. Fans are in for a, a real treat. They're going to see a good tear-up. We're ready to throw down and treat us all to a hell of a barnstorm. I don't worry about that. I'm a warrior and I come to fight. You know, I come to, to leave it all on the line. You know, I mean, I'm used to taking risks. Taking risks and chances is nothing to me. Cristiano Ronaldo has scored his 100th Premier League goal, but Arsenal took control of the battle to finish in the Premier League top four with a 3-1 win over Manchester United. Ronaldo reached the 100-goal mark in his 223rd appearance. Ronaldo's first goal came in 2003 when he struck a free kick at Old Trafford during a win over Portsmouth. And that's the news from RTHK.
Invitation for you to stick around. Starting off this hour, it was Leslie Odom Jr. featuring Sia. Cold. Come on in from it, and just be chilling on R3. Well, here we go at it three years later. 